You are listening to The 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day. We study God's word, then we head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that he's given us. I'm Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. Check us out at soh.church. Download our mobile app. A lot of great resources on there, including a free digital Bible. And last but not least, if you're listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications so you don't miss anything. Uh, it helps us out a ton. All that activity gets us on the algorithm and in front of more people. So uh, let's keep growing this study. I'm enjoying uh, going through the Gospel of Matthew with you. And uh, we're in chapter five, continuing with the Sermon on the Mount, most infamous sermon ever. And uh, Jesus stops when he realizes the multitudes are surrounding him, the, him and starts to teach them what it's like to live in the kingdom of God. And he starts out with the blessings, right? We went over for the past couple of days, the uh, blessings, the characteristics of God, the things that we'll all go through, and then uh, the promises of those things. And now we're going to get into some of the meat here where he really dives into who we are and what we're meant to do on this planet Earth. So let's jump right in. He is talking to the crowds of people and starting to help reveal their identity uh, in this newfound covenant and kingdom of God. So he turns, remember, he just got out of the stating, blessed are those who are persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom of God. You know, people may insult you, people may uh, curse you, they may persecute you uh, because of your pursuit of righteousness, but there's a reward for that. And remember, we pursue righteousness, we pursue um doing what is right here on earth and being an example. And sometimes that's not received. And to be quite honest, sometimes as the church, we don't do a great job of that. Uh, So uh, the rest of the world likes to point out uh, areas where we fall short or may uh, be hypocrites. And it's our, listen, we're not going to be perfect. Uh, The whole crux of Christianity uh, in terms of our presentation is you, we need a savior. All right. We're all broken. Um, so my prayer is that uh, we can better communicate the love of God. Uh, and I think we can dive into a little bit of how to do that here today. So Jesus now turns to the crowd and he starts giving them an identity. He says, you are the salt of the earth. Starting with verse 13, you are the salt of the earth. Now, I want to stop here with that first sentence and just explain something. We take salt for granted in our world today. Relatively cheap. Uh, It's everywhere. You can find salt very, very easily. And it's inexpensive, like I said. Um, But not for them. This was uh, a little bit different for the people that were sitting there. As a matter of fact, salt was very, very precious to the people in that time. As a matter of fact, Roman soldiers would often be paid in salt. That's where we get the phrase, worth his weight in salt. So the reason why salt was so uh, 
was was so precious is one it was very it wasn't easy to obtain uh like it is today uh, but because of what it did. So let's look at what Jesus is trying to uh, communicate here. Two uses for salt is one, salt adds flavor, right? Why do we put salt on our food? We put salt on our food because it enhances that food, right? You ever eat something and it's bland, you know, that, listen, I, I married a Latin woman, so nothing in my house is, is bland. I promise you that. Uh, but, uh, what salt does is it enhances the overall experience. What salt also does is salt preserves. Everything in nature is subject to natural law. Okay. So when you get a, let's say a piece of meat, right? The tendency of that meat, right? The, the second law of thermodynamics to get a little scientific here is everything in the world, everything in the natural tends toward chaos. Everything tends toward decay. You leave something outside, it's going to rust. It's going to break down. It's going to decay. Uh, everything physical, right? That's why we don't put our faith in physical things. What is What we can see is temporary. What we can't see is eternal. So everything moving toward decay, and this included the food source of that time. You know, if you had a piece of meat, you had a finite amount of time to be able to harvest that and hold on to it. Otherwise, it was going to eventually, it it becomes unusable. Well, salt actually preserves the life and delays the decay process. So. Catch what's going on here. We're meant to be the salt of the earth. We're meant to enhance this place. We're meant to add flavor to this place. Now, we get a bad rap in Christianity because often we talk more about what you can't do versus showing the fruit of what it really means to live a Christian life. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, meekness, faithfulness, self-control, contentment, fulfillment. A lot of times what, what we do is we tell a line between, you know, in the world, out of the world, you know, and again, we should be able to get around those that are not believers, right? Salt just in its, in a container brings no value to the meat brings no value to the world around it. So we don't need to be in a container. We need to be amongst the natural, right? We're supposed to be ambassadors here in this world. But while we're here, we're supposed to help preserve the goodness, not just enhance the taste and the flavor of this world, but help preserve this world through the goodness. I don't think we realize how much our faith and the Christian values really maintains the strength of this world around us, right? Wherever we see the decay of the values of Jesus, we see loss. And we certainly don't want to hide ourselves where we are not, you know, in Injecting the flavor where we're not um, contributing or enhancing the world around us. 
Again, that's why we don't stay in our own little echo chamber. That's why we need to get outside of the four walls of the church. And wherever you are, whether you're uh, at work, whether you're at the supermarket, whether no matter where you are, to help be the salt there. But sometimes we just straight up contribute to the decay process around us. And that's the mindset I, I would love for us to get into is that is that where we come from is from a place of the supernatural. We are the supernatural in the natural. So the world around us in different stages is in decay. And I'm not trying to be depressing here. I'm trying to give you hope that you have a purpose that's bigger than yourself. Now, remember, when we leave this earth, we just change locations. We've got eternal life. But Jesus, even in his prayer, when he teaches the disciples to pray, he says, on earth as it is in heaven. And that is what Jesus is teaching here. It's how to bring the things of heaven here to earth to preserve the life, to preserve the goodness here. And just because you're here temporarily doesn't mean that you can't have an eternal impact. And the only way that we live a life that extends beyond the time that we get to spend here, I'll put it that way, is when we give what's of us to other people and we affect the world around us. I did a study a little while back uh, where I, I broke down the average number of uh, people that were born per family and, and all that. You know, if you save one life here on this earth, within three generations, you could fill a classroom full of children. That's tremendous. We have the ability with our words to preserve life here, to take somebody who would be going down the wrong road and completely change the trajectory of their life. And you may, may even be in a situation where if somebody didn't intervene, if somebody wasn't the salt in your life, helping to preserve you for just another day, that you wouldn't even be here. I think about that. I think about the people that have been a voice in my life, that have been a, a uh, just an influence in my life that kept me going in times where I would have gave up, in times of my darkest. And I was going to do both of this at one time because Jesus talks really in this small section of scripture about being the salt and the light. But I will probably in a couple of days just pick up with the light because I want to I don't want to rush through that. And we're getting to a point where, you know, we're reaching our one percent of the day. And I think this is enough to meditate on today. How can you be the salt? And we only read one sentence. Let's finish that part at least. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be trampled out underfoot, thrown out and trampled underfoot. Well, does this mean that if you don't do the things of God, you're worthless? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that because I don't believe that anybody is worthless in the kingdom of God. But I do think that we can not exhibit our worth. And to the rest of the world, it's almost the same thing. If you take a jar of salt and you put it in a container and just place it on the shelf, 
it does no good. If the people of that time harvested a bunch of meat, hung it up like they did, and didn't use the salt to preserve it, then the meat would decay and the use of that salt would not have would not have it would have been worthless for lack of a better term so so many of us want to have a life of purpose and you do that through being the salt of the earth and you're the salt of the earth because wherever you go you enhance that place wherever you go you add in a way that preserves that. And you do that through the Christ that's inside of you. And in our next study, we are going to go through the light. That's the next part. But I don't want to take away that we are the spiritual in the natural. We are not worthless. But you have to commit daily to exhibiting the worth that is inside of you. If you withhold the Christ in you, the world around you suffers. I'm not saying this to pressure you, maybe a little bit. I'm saying it to motivate you. I'm saying it, it to encourage you. Because so many of us look in the mirror and we question whether we have any worth whatsoever. You absolutely do. So what are some things that you can do today to go out and be the salt of the earth? Well, one, you can treat your fellow neighbor with love. You can, it could be a smile. It could be a gesture. It could be a, who am I going to call and give an encouraging word today? With social media, we have such an opportunity. You can just send somebody a message right after this and say, hey, I was thinking about you. I just want to let you know that God loves you. Hey, I just want to let you know that, that you're worth it. And you just added salt to their life. You added flavor to their day, but you also helped to preserve them. Because we live in a world right now where self-destruction is not only prevalent everywhere, in some cases, it's very much encouraged. And you have the opportunity to be present in someone's life, to preserve them, to get them moving forward in a better direction, so that they may also be used by God. Never underestimate the strength of the God that is inside of you. Amen. So go out today and be the salt of the earth. Be Christ to someone. Enhance the world around you with the person that God has made in you. Amen. With the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Father, what I pray over every single person in the sound of my voice is that you would open doors for them today to be the salt of the earth, to enhance the world around them, to be a source of preservation for the world around them, for the people that they meet. I believe today when you go out in the next 24 hours that there's going to be an opportunity and God is going to put on your spirit that, that now is the time for me, for you to interject ourselves into somebody's life and help to preserve them with a kind word, with a kind action, with our words and our actions. People are watching what we do and what we say. Let's 
imitate Christ by loving our neighbor. Amen. I'm Pastor J.D. Ambrosio. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Get ready because God's going to use you today. Uh, You're listening to the 1% Christian. We are going to continue through the gospel of Matthew chapter 5 in a few days when we talk about being the light. And give a like, a share, subscribe. Love you guys. Remember, 100 starts with one. Go out and do something amazing today. Love you.